Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Play USA, powered by B-Solar. Creating custom solar panels to ensure you never face outrageous electricity bills ever again. Learn more at b.solar. Our next guest for episode three is Chase Ferguson. Chase is from Melbourne and is in his senior year at the University of South Florida, where the team is looking to qualify for the NCAA tournament in May. Chase gives us an amazing insight into his journey as a four-year student athlete and his time at USF. It was a a really late decision on my part to come to college. I never really had that in mind, but I think just before I came, I I went to play a couple of futures in Wuhan, China. Funny looking back on it. It was a tough trip. And what I gained from that was just like, I felt like I really wasn't emotionally and like mentally matured enough to really give professional tennis a shot to be away from home, uh, to be able to deal with the losses and stuff like that. And and that's where I, I kind of, I started getting more curious about college tennis and I had some help from Scott McNamara um, into looking for a, for a place for me to go. And originally I was actually going to go to Texas Tech. The assistant coach at the time had actually played tennis with my sister growing up. Um, so there was like a connection there for, for me to go there. Fortunately for him, he, he got a job at Texas A&M as uh, the women's head coach. Um, and so that left like an open spot for me to, to come to USF under Ashley Fisher, who's from Wollongong originally. And speaking of um, Ashley Fisher, obviously he played uh, professional tennis on the on the ATP tour, retiring back in 2011. How has his role um, impacted your game while you've been at USF? I mean, massive. Been the head coach here for the last, for every year that I've been here. So for all the four years, fantastic doubles player. Um, you got to top 20 or, or just around 20 in the world. That's really helped my game a lot i think and not only just for doubles i think it's translated well into my singles as well with being able to come forward and the way that i you know cover the net and and whatnot and um i mean he's a he's a really great guy and yeah just not just a coach on the court but but off the court as well you came into your freshman year back in 2018 how have you progressed from being a freshman onto your senior year bumpy times um it definitely wasn't smooth sailing yeah, like one thing that I came into college looking to improve was my mentality and that definitely took some time. I, I think a biggest part of that was just the consistency of it and I think that in the last year that's something that I've really tried to like focus in on and, and try to get right and, you know, still there's, there's days where I'm just, you know, I, I'm not getting it right. Overall, I think that I've managed to see like massive improvements there. I've also tried to change my game into something where it kind of flows more easily uh like with, with taking the ball early coming forward to the net um recognizing opportunities to come into the net just being like more aggressive without necessarily like feeling like 
I just have to hit the ball bigger. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like there was a lot of growth there and it's been an eventful four years. USF, University of South Florida, is a member of the AAC, also known as the American Athletic Conference. So you just came from playing the conference tournament last week in, in Tulsa, in Oklahoma. How was that experience for yourself and the team? Yeah, I mean, tournament, conference tournament time, it's always a lot more intense. Uh, obviously, in a regular dual match uh, throughout the season, you know, you, everyone's always still tries to emulate the same intensity but you know just like the ncaa tournament there's a lot more on the line everyone's wanting to bring their best um more locked in and it's a really fun environment yeah so you play the conference tournament and then i guess if you have a good finishing there i know you guys made the last four and you guys went down to southern methodist university smu smu yeah is there a chance that you could play in the ncaa national tournament uh, yes. So winning a conference tournament, doesn't matter whichever conference tournament, whichever area, I guess, the winner automatically gets a bid into the NCAA tournament. And that's one way to get in. The other way is through ranking. The cutoff was essentially around like 42-ish to be safe. And I think we ended up being like, like 44, 45 or something like that. Um, so it was very close. And, and you, you never really know like what exactly is safe because you know like teams this is kind of like uh pretty complex with it but basically you want the teams that are higher ranked to be winning their conference tournament because that takes away that basically opens up another spot for another team to move in in terms of ranking so if you have like you know i guess a, a team that's like ranked 30 the best in their conference but then they lose then essentially now there's two teams from that conference going to, to the NCAA tournament, which takes away a spot. So, And would this be the first time that while well, you've been a student at USF playing the NCAA tournament or have you played um, in, in other years? Uh, we've made it every year. Uh, my freshman year and my junior year, obviously sophomore year was cancelled due to COVID. We, we haven't had the best luck with the draw. My freshman year, we beat Alabama first round, played. University of Texas second round, which were the eventual winners. And then my junior year, we uh, beat Duke in the first round. And then we played University of Florida second round, which was also the eventual winners. A bit unlucky with the draw there. Let's take it to a match. At, at, let's just say the NCAA tournament. I know there's a lot of hype. Your team's obviously everyone's supporting you. You've got the coach. If you can contrast the two differences of playing a college match in um, wherever the NCAA is going to be hosted this year compared to you playing maybe a Futures in the middle of Egypt or something like that where you're by yourself <laughs> or with a few mates, how would you compare the two? It's very different, um, especially, you know, in a scenario like that. Um, first of all, like the facilities in pretty much every college in the country is very good, borderline amazing. Conference tournament was hosted in, in Tulsa and they have a ridiculous facility. It's it's extremely nice. And then obviously, you know, it, it's hard to have in the future like a group of nine other guys that are just screaming and cheering every single point for you as if like 
they're like life dependent on it and it's an amazing like atmosphere especially like you know if it comes down to like a last match situation with a score tied three or there's just so much tension and you know if you can clinch it's an amazing feeling and if you lose it's it's, it's a terrible feeling so yeah I, I know that Jeremy um Taylor came on the podcast mm-hmm. he was in that sort of situation where it was up to his match and he went to seven five in the third so I'm sure. Has that happened to you before, where, where you were the last court? The most recent, like, in terms of 3 uh was against VCU. Um, I ended up losing that one, 6-3 in the third. But actually, the next day, we came back, and I won the clinching match against Cornell. In this last conference tournament, we were 3-2 down. So there was another match still going that could keep us in it. And, you know, I was still playing. Uh, I eventually lost 6-4 in the third, which which clinched it for SMU. So let's look at the fall versus the spring season. I know that you've got some conference tournaments in the fall. How does that differentiate to the whole spring season? So the fall is pretty much just all individual tournaments. So we have, like, regionals, which is, you know, as the name suggests, like, schools more or less within certain areas. So for us, we have, like, schools from Florida, schools from Georgia, Either finalist or winner of that gets like an automatic entry into like the ITF full nationals, if I'm not mistaken. We also have another big tournament is the All-American, which is a massive, massive draw uh, hosted in Tulsa. There's like pre-qualities or something. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's a huge draw. And yeah, but but basically it's just a lot more individual stuff. Yeah, great. That's great. You're in a big conference. Uh, you play TCU, which is in Fort Worth, SMU, Southern Methodist University in Dallas. That's 16 hours away from Tampa. So I'm assuming would you fly to those uh, to those schools? Yeah, for pretty much any kind of trip over, I guess. We, we pretty much fly all the time. Uh, the, the worst like driving trips that we've done is is probably South Alabama, which is like probably like an eight or nine hour drive, I believe. And we've also driven from Mississippi State to Baylor, which was horrendous. I think that was like, if I'm not mistaken, it was it was around ten hours plus. So yeah, that was my freshman year, and 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 really since then we've been flying to basically everything. Yeah, Baylor's that's in Waco, Texas. That's like in the middle yeah. of Texas, and Texas yeah. can take up. I think Texas is like 16 hours from the east side to the west side. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a big state for sure. Yeah. So being in South Florida, I'm sure you have pretty nice weather all year round in December or January. Um, while all the other states are getting snow, I'm sure you get some good sunshine. So mm-hmm. is it weird sort of having to acclimatize to different weather conditions if you have to travel up north? Not so much. I, I think that in terms of playing, like at least... You would much rather go from like warmer climates to, to colder climates. Um, it's, it's much easier to adjust that way. Of course, you know, it doesn't help if our like hands are like freezing, but it's definitely much easier. And and we've really been able to, to get some really good results against some really like top teams just because of, because of our weather. You know, like teams come in here and even in like March, like February, March area, and, and they're just like, so unprepared to deal with the weather. You know, we we had Virginia uh, at the time. I think they were like four in the country my freshman year, and just like their whole team was just melting. Um, same as TCU last year, Tulsa last year. You know, like it, it's definitely extremely tough conditions to play here. So, do you have an indoor facility or is it all outdoors? Because if it was outdoors, all outdoors, that would give you a huge advantage. Because indoors just 
just neutralizes everything, right? Yeah, no, it's it's all outdoors. It's extremely humid, extremely hot. <laughs> That's great. That would give you a huge advantage, yeah. as you said. Like if you could get the uh, if you could ever get the NCAA tournament, if you could ever host that tournament. That would be huge because most of the other schools. You know, Indiana, um, West Virginia, Michigan—they're um, all up. They're all coming up from up north. They don't actually get summer until like end of May, really. So yeah, that would be that would be huge. Have you been ever close to hosting an NCAA tournament? Nah, I mean you got to be top sixteen. Honestly, like this season, we we had some really bad losses in there, um, and if we just cleaned up like those, which is obviously easy to say because then maybe we don't get some of our better wins, but. You know, if we had cleaned up those wins, we we could have been around like twenty, uh, which which would have been the best ranking that we've had since I was here. Still not good enough to host. Other than being an athlete, of course, you're a student as well, where you have to balance a demanding athletic uh, schedule with assignments and exams. How do you balance such a busy schedule when you've got classes and you've got weights, you've got tennis practice, um, cafeteria time, study hall? A lot of it just boils down to time management, um, which I'm. Not the best word sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I like to procrastinate a fair bit, and it, but you know it, it's tough, um, especially traveling like during the spring. Um, I mean, most of the work it says due like on a Sunday night, and you know if we're playing like two matches over the weekend, that's Friday, Sunday, and if we're traveling, so we're coming back that Sunday, and you know you haven't really had too much time over that weekend to to really knuckle down on it. It's tough, man. You get home late, all the traveling, and then you, you have to knock out some homework, uh, like a paper, an assignment or something, doing it at the airport. I think the biggest thing is, is just how, how well you can organize your time and, and at least taking care of like the majority of, of work, especially leading into, you know, if you know you have a big week coming up or, or that you're not going to be available on certain days to do it. So you're in Tampa. That's home of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What's the atmosphere like? Is it? Is it something sort of that you might see in the UK where everyone's like a Manchester United and Arsenal crazy fans? Been to a game or anything like that? I haven't been to a to a Bucks game, but our football team for USF plays at the same stadium, and so you know I've, I've been inside and and whatnot, and it's a it's a really nice stadium. No, like it, I, I feel like in terms of like uh like actual like so- like football like soccer, I don't think it comes that close um obviously if you go to like a bar and stuff then yes but i feel like just because like you know we as a school we haven't done well at all in in football in the last four or five years and so it's kind of just lacking the pride a little bit and and i i could never really get into it i think uh just just because we weren't good but yeah we've also got the the tampa bay lightning which is ice hockey and they've been like the world champions like the last Three years, two, three years in a row. Well, yeah, ice hockey. I mean, I, it sounds a little bit ironic, ice hockey in uh, in in Tampa. But I, I thought it was yeah. the Canadian teams that were doing really, really well. So you're about an hour north of Bradenton. That's home of IMG Academy. Mm-hmm. A lot of professional players play there. Have you had any opportunities to do any sort of training down that way, or has it just been solely uh, with the team? I, I haven't trained down there. I, d- I did play a tournament there um, over the summer once. There is um, Billy Heiser who's the coach of Dominic Kopfer. He's based in Tampa, down at HCC, Hillsborough Community College, which is actually across the road from the, the Bucks Stadium. And for the last two years, you know, I've had the amazing opportunity to be able to work with them. At first, it started out just kind of like during the off-season, you know, for, for me, whether I was like over the December break or during summer. 
then yeah, there was even times like throughout the semester where it was like doing some like tournament prep and you know, they would ask me if I was able to come and, and practice and yeah, I mean Ash, you know, being the really great guy he is, um, he'd let me, you know, uh, let me take some time off from the team practices and, and go and practice with Dom. So from you playing futures before your tenure at, at USF, is that something that you're going to be looking to do um, after graduating? I definitely still want to give it a shot, professional tennis. Yeah, I, I can't wait to get into it. Yeah, that's that's great. I, I know many players come out of college much more mature, um, I guess, as a person, as an athlete as well. Chase, thanks so much for coming on the um, on the on the first serve podcast. Um, all the best for your um, for your future endeavors. Thank you very much, Lachlan. If you haven't listened to our first two episodes with Jeremy Taylor and Tanika McGiffin, you can find these on our website, thefirstserve.com.au, or on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, whichever one suits you. The First Serve is your home of tennis at thefirstserve.com.au. Log on to find out all the details of our live radio show, other podcasts, read weekly features by our team of writers, and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely, and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91